Well, you're listening to the entertaining Two Ramblers podcast. I'm your host from the class of 1994 Dauber and from the class of 1998. It's the analyst with the attention to detail and my little brother, Sammy D. Welcome what up, in, Sam. Welcome what up, in. What up? What up? What a historic win last night for the Ramblers. Historic, huh? Yeah. One of the top 10 largest deficit or largest margins of victory game in the Valley, all told, in the, in the 100 plus year history of the Valley. Um, well, their largest uh, victory. I think it's, I saw I saw something like in 50 years. Um, and then it was the lowest amount of points given up in the shot clock era. So, yeah, historic. Wow. Well, I, I want to get right into to some stats. Uh, so I need some stat music here. Uh, let okay. me just let me just go over some of the highlights here uh, and then we'll break down the game. Let's let's go over some blurred lines. Hello. I see, I see what you did there. Oh, yeah. 90s callback. Wait, oh, this is in the 2000s. Uh, no, no, that's, that's the 2000s. 2000. Sorry. My bad. My bad, younger fans. All right, here we go. Here we go. I want to sing. I was supposed to not sing. Janice said I cannot sing anymore. And Jeff said, too. Lines. <laughs> you know you want it. You know you got it. Right, let's wait. All right, all right, all right, all right. This is a, a famous I'm show. I'm a good girl. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Want to get nasty? <laughs> what rhymes with nasty? All right. Here we go. Uh, Chris Knight, three for six. I uh, hear Oogwak, five for five. Lucas. Wow. Five for nine. Braden, three for four. Tate Hall, three for three. Keith Clemens, four for five. Love it. And Big Willie, Will Alcock, three for four. Those are your bird lines. Yeah, even a little deeper uh, thread on uh, here is that not only was five for five from the field, but he was three for three from the free throw line. So he did not miss a shot. He took the whole game. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> um, I mean, and then in in only twenty four minutes uh, again, because well, there was no reason for him to play in the second half. But well. It was interesting. They they did play starters in the second half for quite a while, and I know it was so, somewhat to to give them a goodbye during the game. But there was one point where it was the starters, and we had like a forty point lead. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was a tool up or a practice, or they were practicing some plays. I don't know what they were doing, but. It was an interesting strategy, for sure, at different points. Because I thought, you know, I, I guess it was senior night, too. So maybe it was just like, let him play. Right. Yeah, it was definitely, uh, I did find it interesting. Or like, uh, the one I thought most intriguing was uh, 
so at the end of the night, end of the game, when they're pulling out all the seniors, um, because there's so many, like someone's got to play. And so the the gold squad is on. So you got T.Y., Saint, uh, Hudson, and I don't think, did Tom Welch not play yesterday? Uh, yeah, that's what, is, what I was going to ask you. Uh, Tom Welch was on the milk carton yesterday, did not play at all, did not take his shirt off. I wonder. I wonder if he was uh, nursing an injury. I didn't. I didn't hear the post game press conference, so I don't know if that was a, an issue. Yeah, just now looking, I was like, yeah, Tom Welch didn't play, but Braden North had to come back in the game, so then Schweiger could get his, you know, hurrah, um, leaving the leaving the court. So, well, it it was really strange because there was a point where Jacob Hudson fell down and he was he hurt himself, and uh, he limped off the floor, and I thought, well, surely. Tom Welch will now come in. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> the next play, Hudson wobbles out there and plays the rest of the game. So I, it was very strange. Yeah. Um, but it was great to see Keith Clemens out there, and he looked good. Um, he got to the hoop a couple times, um, which we need because Marquise was in street clothes yesterday, not even dressed. Yeah, I I heard that um, at least in the last game that uh, Drew was saying that he's close. He's you know chomping at the bit, but they're playing it playing it um, very cautiously, which they should. And so I I have a feeling that he'll be available for you and I, and if not that, definitely uh, the March Arch Madness. So, which honestly, if they can play like this. You know, when he's not playing, uh, that would be nice. But he definitely will be needed against you and I, and at Arch Menace. Well, I know. Th- I don't think. I don't think they'll be seeing Evansville again. So. I I don't think so either. Well, I know that the um, the fans out there want to know what Dobber's experience of the game was. You know, yes, as much cool story, as a, as a, as, a, as important as the actual action is, Dobber's experience of the action is. Is partly why you Dauber listen. Is getting, I, Dauber's getting a lot of run on Twitter, and I am just, I'm loving it. I'm loving the fact that people are like, highlight of my day was meeting the Dauber. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Not like he needs a bigger head already, but this is hilarious. I love it. Well, I, I, I think I know who this was. Um, there was one younger dude who saw me. On the stairs, I was coming down uh, from the second level, and he was walking in the concourse, and he just said, are you Dauber, like yelling out? And and I said, yes. And then he said something like, and I don't even remember, this is how humble I am. I don't even remember <laughs> the superlative he used. He said something like, you're fantastic, or something like that, and then kept walking. Um, and I never got to talk to him. I don't know. I don't know who it was. Just someone uh, shouted well, the out. One I, the one I saw, uh, you made, but the Marquise Stan account, because, uh, you know, the young kids say Stan because of Eminem. Um, he, he mentioned that. So maybe it was him. It could have been. So I did. I did see one guy yell me out. Um, someone else yelled at me when I walked by uh, in a good way. And then, uh, and then the cool thing I got to see Susan Hanna. I actually went over to her seats and took a selfie with her. 
And nice. she gave me a little gift. I'm going to show you what it is. It is um, it's like a <laughs> yeah, little crow. Good, good for the audio medium that we're doing. <laughs> well, it's a little crocheted uh, wizard, a uh, gnome, a little gnome. I'm sorry, a gnome, and he's got a a Loyola uh, hat on. Uh, with yep, he's the, got the maroon hat with the L script, uh, yes, capital L yes. script, and it's a little. It's like a gnome hat, so it's like a, a yeah. cone. And he's got big whiskers, and it sort of sits on your desk. It's it's really yeah. cute. Now, she said that she'd be willing to make one for the other half of the Two Ramblers podcast. And I said, I, I that's okay. You can make one, but he has to come to a Rambler game to get it. That's the rule. <laughs> so no, no Rambler game, no little magic, uh, no little gnome. magic Loyola gnome. Um, and, uh, uh, Susan was very nice as she gave me this. And she said that there are three of these in existence. One is owned by sister Jean. One is owned by coach drew. And now one is owned by the dauber. So thank you. That is phenomenal. Susan. Wow. It looks amazing. So, um, yeah, I was telling dauber before we jumped on the podcast that, uh, unfortunately, uh, I'm, I want to be in Chicago or I would like to be in St. Louis for Arch Madness, but the schedule was not working out. Uh, and then we had a, a family friend who passed away last week and his funeral is the Saturday of Arch Madness. Um, and so, um, his memorial service. And so, um, so I may be in Chicago for Arch Madness, which would be then the possibility of having at least a watch party potentially. So I don't know. Uh, well, a watch party with me. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, the two ramblers actually in the same room watching a rambler game. That's yeah, funny. it would be nice to watch it with someone. I was just telling my my brother in law, Uncle Jeff, that uh, no one watches the games with me, so I just watch them alone, and it's kind of sad. So it would well, be nice I'm to right watch here with you. Would be nice to watch them with you. All right. Well, let's. Uh, oh, let one other thing. Um, uh, Frank the K uh, posted that he. Had VIP treatment at the Bulldog Yale House, and he said, "Sorry, Dobber." <laughs> so I guess you got to go with Frank, table for two with Frank the K, and you're yes. ushered back to that special room with all those open tables that somehow the Dobber can't get to. Um, yes. So Frank the K getting the the velvet rope treatment at <laughs> uh, at the old dog dog ale house. So who who? Who went with you to the game last night? I'm sorry. I asked that question, and I did not ex- stall enough so Dobber could j- take a nice swig of the Dunkin' Donuts yeah. coffee. Well, we are, yeah, we're recording this prior to 8 a.m. in the morning here in Central Time. So, um, yeah, I, um, well, I, I actually got to go with my dad, our dad, uh, Papa D, and then my niece, Morgan, and Uncle Jeffy. Or... We, or as we like to refer to Papa D as Father Dwayne, because that's that's how we were able to go to Loyola was the Father Dwayne scholarship. Okay, that makes no sense. He is a nurse. <laughs> he worked at the uh, he worked at the medical center out in Maywood, and uh, back in those days, uh, you got free tuition, tax free. So I, yeah, it's how Dabber uh, graduated Loyola with no debt, and you de- you graduated with a little debt. Yes. So. Um, Anyway, yes, thanks to Father Dwayne. I don't think I've ever called him that. Um, well, I only use it in reference to that little, little uh, nugget. Right. So. Okay. So, um, but uh, back to my original comment about Frank the K. So, uh, 
Uh, Uncle Jeffy had the idea of us stopping at the candlelight, which, yes, guys, is an alternative if you're coming into the city uh, on Western Avenue and Howard. There's parking around it in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and we got right in, got a table, and the, yes, beautiful location. Not only that, and they have this burger beer special where you get like this pub burger, like this really fancy burger with Merck's cheese and stuff, and then a beer for oh. for fifteen, which is pretty good. And I, and I believe, I, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, I believe the owners are loyal alumni. I think. I, uh, I don't know. It didn't feel like a Loyola place at all. There's no Loyola anything. But from a just as I'm thinking ahead for Loyola fans, right? Let's say we keep doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it still is hard to get in that neighborhood and get into a restaurant before a game. So we uh, we got in. We came. We came about an hour, hour and a, hour and fifteen minutes before game time. We left at uh, six thirty. And we got we got over the Gentile about quarter till, parked. It took a while to get in. We parked. We walked through the concourse. We got in, and we got. I, I got a beer, and then you know saw the saw the tip. So that's that's pretty oh, good. So, so then you weren't out there for the senior night festivities. Yeah, that was the one thing we kind of played a little bit with it. We run, you know, the senior night stuff is going to happen, and and so. That kind of allowed us to take a little time. I mean, Uncle mm. Jeffy would have dropped us off, but you know, it, I don't know. So, so yeah, I didn't. I did not see. I saw some stuff, uh, you know, on Twitter and this and that. But anyway, just a, just another alternative. Yeah. As we try to figure out how to how to come to games like normal college basketball fans and celebrate <laughs> successful teams. and eat dinners. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, imagine you know when you go to Northwestern. There's a lot of places in Evanston you can go to beforehand. So, uh, actually, no, there's not. Yeah. There's nowhere to go near Northwestern, <laughs> where they where they play their games. There is nowhere to go. I mean, well, there's one restaurant. Uh, no, there's a couple. There's the Blue Stone, and then there's one called um, Ten 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 Shillings or something. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't. And Colonel Mustard's, you know. <laughs> The remember, former stomping yeah. grounds of one Sammy D. Yeah, you remember, remember, remember Keith? I remember Keith. Big Keith, yeah. <laughs> Big Keith. All right, so let's get back to the game. Uh, anyway, we had a good time. Oh, and uh, one other cute thing. Uh, uh, Father Dwayne, who did go to Wisconsin, uh, was real, really did not want to come repping any of his, uh, his Wisconsin modest. gear. And then he works at Northwestern Medicine, so he didn't want any purple. And he also he got his graduate degree at North Park. So yeah, you know. well, I, I mean, no one, no one's, they, they, no one knows where that is. <laughs> no one, no, yeah, that's fine. But he, so he actually uh, drove to Loyola pro- earlier in the day. Went to the bookstore, bought this amazing Loyola hat, a blue Loyola hat, a forty-seven hat uh, with the with the with a white L and wolf. And I'm like, oh my gosh, where was this? I've, I've stopped at that bookstore seven times this year and I couldn't find one thing to buy. And he buys this awesome hat. I guess they just got him in. So I, I think I got to go over and get one. And then oh, he bought. Yes. I'm, I'm looking at the picture you, you texted me last night. And yes, that is a nice looking hat. Yeah. Then he bought a, a Sister Jean says the Ramblers are back in 21 t shirt. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, so he he wanted a rep. So he he got oh. clothes for the game. All right. And yeah. And Uncle Jeffy's uh, quarter zip. That's a nice looking look. I know. Right. And then of Sorry. course I had to wear my my memeable uh, my. <laughs> My my memeable outfit, you know, my red sweatshirt, my maroon sweatshirt, and my scarf. And yes. and, Jan- and Janice, my wife, said, "Are you going to wear anything else to the game?" I go, "I got to wear it now. It's like my uniform." <laughs> so, and by the way, I was a little thirsty tonight for those youngsters out there. I was a little thirsty for some jumbotron, and I could not get on the jumbotron. The oh, uh, the wolf pack was so crazy and so undulating. Yeah. Every time they had a dance time, they just focused on the wolf pack. Yeah. Um, they didn't even have cameras going in other places because there was so much to look at in the wolf pack. Everyone was dancing, yes. crazy yeah, costumes. They, they, they were they were in full throat. So I felt a little stupid because, you know, I'm I'm right there, right in the middle of everything. No one was around me, so I was dancing. No one a sad dauber, no no one loves me. I'm not on Jumbotron. <laughs> Uh, my niece was sitting behind me just like with that smirk on her face going, oh, Dabber, my uncle, jeez. Dabber. Dabber. She she did hold my phone when I was dancing, though. So uh, I did. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so I was thirsty. I was thirsty. For, so I'm going to have to get on the Jumbotron a little earlier. Um, but, oh, by the way, I did. Okay. Last last thing about Dabber's experience. This, this segment's going too long. Um, yes. I did sit in section 209, row three, and I loved it. It's right <laughs> in the middle. Yes. I, I think I did actually, it, I, I saw a, a video, a, a Twitter video, and I saw the se- that section. I was like, I think that's them. And so, yeah, I could see, I remember where you're sitting. Okay. So I'm sitting in the, the second level, the 200 level. Three rows up, which is super important because the rail is very big. And yes. you need to be over the rail so you can see the the the, the, the sideline. The bottom of the court is the rail. Yes. Exactly. Very good thinking. So then um we were right at the center line. I mean right fifty yard line. Smack right. in the center, middle. Half court. Half, half court is what they call it in basketball. Half court. So I was at half court, uh two oh nine, and uh I loved it i loved it and it looked like according to the guy behind me he said hey listen there were some open seats and there were people who were buying tickets and getting in this section this year so i think there's season tickets in this section available so make sure you check out brian day director of marketing and ticket operations for your tickets so he said nine row three. Yeah, he said court seven and eight. Uh, he said the only thing that you have to do is when you have that middle seat, then you're in the middle of the row. So if you have to go get a beer, yeah. it's a little hard. Right. Yeah. But I but, you know, that's that's I think where I want to sit from now on because it was fun. And there okay. were lots of fun fans in that little area. Um, um, so I think that's, that's where you're going to see the dollar. And then it's, it's prime camera locations right across right. the mid court. Um, so for dancing and getting on the jumbotron. So yes, I think that might be the future home of Dauber. Okay. Let's get back to the game. Um, I want to go right to the JB's giant play of the game. What did you have? I had one that I saw in real time. Didn't go back and look at what did you have? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm gonna. You know what? You pass it to me. I'm gonna pass it right back to you. What did What did you got? 
What do you got? Because I had a couple, but they were, nothing was like. I mean, obviously there was one at the end that was like crazy town, but well, um, I'm, I, okay. I'm gonna, there, I'm I'll tell pass you. Back to you. I'll tell you what I'm it gonna, was. I'm going to hesitate my shot and then pass it back to you. All right. Wow. As he hits the mic. Yeah. Sorry. I, I got excited. <laughs> wow. And it's still reverberating. I can still hear <laughs> it. I'm going to have to <laughs> mute you here. I'm going to mute you as I answer the question. Okay. No, I'm kidding. All right. Um, the 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 shot for me um, that I loved was there was one point where uh, Uguak um, made a move on a guy and just oh, totally yes. totally embarrassed him and and I yeah, I, the, I can't even the, explain the, it because I didn't get a chance to go back and look at it. It was but, it was the spinorama move, right? Right, but it yeah. was just one of these moves where you're like. Uh, where he got him in the spin cycle or something, yep. and just, uh, I mean, live, everyone went nuts. I jumped up. There wasn't a lot of jumping up because there was so much offensive output, um, right. especially in the second half. Uh, I have to admit, you know, there was a lot of like, it was like golf murmur in the second half because people just started talking and chatting like well, and, yeah yeah they're up 40 yeah it's and like, it felt a little it it did feel <laughs> it was funny when the wolf pack kept trolling their team um <laughs> the most egregious trolling of the night was shamar uh givens uh airballed early i'm we're talking in the first few minutes he th- oh, he yes. hit an airball and they were yelling airball at him till the second half, and he went 0 for five. <laughs> he he did he did get fouled once and he went to the line, but he went 0 for five. And just imagine the entire wolf pack is yelling airball every time he got the ball through yeah. almost the whole at game. The 17-11 mark is when he missed his jumper. And then I don't think he made another basket. <laughs> Because every time he touched the ball, you're right. The whole first half, he was airball. I mean it, and it was loud. And they're doing the they're doing that kind of tomahawk chuck too when they yell it. Yes, they yell airball, but they do it with with their with yep. what looks like the tomahawk chop. So it's a sort of a weird thing. But um, man, they were going after him, and it started to be embarrassing in the second half because I could still hear it sometimes when he had the ball. So. Boy, that poor guy, man. That was a sad ride back. I don't know if they flew to Evansville. I think they pro- did. They fly. We flew yeah, there. We flew there because we're you know <laughs> moving I, I on up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know who they play next. So I'm assuming they flew because uh, I think they play on Saturday. Anyway, it was a slow. It, it was a sad ride back to Evansville for Shamar Givens. Yeah, zero for five. <laughs> so I don't know who Uguak uh, jocked out of his jock, but or uh, 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 but it was pretty amazing that that was the one live play that I saw that was amazing. So. Yeah, I, I'd have to go with that one. That one reminded uh, me of how Sammy D uh, learned to play basketball was with the the spinorama, um, where you you fake like you're going right and then you spin back left. Uh, that's that's a that's a good big man move. Um, so. Yeah, that, that was really pretty. It was a thing of beauty, uh, and so hopefully we can see that a lot on Sunday. Well, let's versus... go. Let's go to what I think is probably the unanimous choice uh, for uh, your Matt Hawes Hammer Player of the Game for the last regular season game. Um, who do you got? This one was a difficult decision because there you were, always say that. So, 
<laughs> I know that's that's my joke. Uh, but I, I think we got to give it to the one and only the senior out of Zionsville, Indiana, Will Alcock. Uh, uh, uh. Big wheel, the high roller, strolling through with an entourage. Hard to camouflage when you live in this large. I be smooth like the bars with a five-car garage. Out for the night with my squad, and we be flossing down a 15. My whole aura gleaming. Who that kid in the green V? And the brother scheming. I ain't gonna how we do it. You know it's big wheelie style, baby. 90s callback. <laughs> well played, Dabber. Uh, yeah, three for four, two for two from three-point land, one for two from the foul line, um, a rebound, and, uh, yeah, and nine points. He scored, fun fact here, he was in the game for seven minutes. He scored nine points, which equaled uh, Blake Sisley from Val. Uh, from Evansville in his 27 minutes, his nine points. So he was the leading scorer of, um, or matched the leading scorer of Evansville. So, uh, but just a fun game. And then the total, like, just really like, that's a, that's a cool move. Uh, at the end of the game, as he's leaving the court, he grabbed his chair from the bench and took it with him. Um, and so I thought that was really, I was like, yep. That makes total sense. And and everybody was applauding that on Twitter. So that was really cool. So Will Alcock, the Matt, the Hammer Hawes player of the game because of his heart and hustle, which brought the crowd to its feet and even made the Mimi reach out to me to say, that's my Matt Hawes player of the game. Yeah, and Uncle Jeff said the same thing. So everyone was... Uh, was uh, wowed by Will Alcock. And um, they started chanting for him in the beginning of the second half. And uh, I don't know when he actually got in, uh, but, well, he probably got in at the 14-minute mark based on the, he played 16 minutes or 13-minute mark. Yeah, he... Because he played the whole last of the game. He didn't, you know, so. I... What's he? Well, well he was in see. for six minutes and fifty one seconds. So he probably came in at thirteen oh nine. No. Why would he come in then? Thirteen oh nine. he played the last six minutes and fifty one seconds of the game. Uh, oh, 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 you're going up. I see what you're doing. Okay. okay. Thank you. The analyst with the attention to detail, well, Sammy I, D. But on the stat sheet they go down. Oh. So he gets in at the uh, that's why I'm looking at it. Well, no, I just, oh, I just, sub, he subbed in at the 6:51 mark of the second half. So 6:51 left in the game. That's when he subbed in. So, so yes, on the other side of it, it would have been the 13 minutes into the second half, or six six fifty one left in the second half. Oh, okay. All right. Well, whatever. All right. We're both saying the same thing, just differently. So no, I, top of the hour. Okay. No, I don't think so. I, 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 isn't that how many? That's how many minutes he played during the game. Six minutes, fifty-one seconds. Yeah, technically you, seven minutes. You minus that they, they, from they from up. twenty, and that's when he yes. came into the game because he played the end of the game. So okay, uh, <laughs> just um, <laughs> I'm literally looking at it on my screen. All aboard! 
Okay, the wrong wrong sample. I wanted to play. Wanted to play the one. The I wanted to play the one where he's like the little brother. <laughs> Wait, where where is that sample? I forgot. Okay, I don't. No, that's not it. Okay, nope. I don't know what happened to it. I uh, just play Big Willie style again. That was good. Uh, like shoot, that. I forgot. Nineties callback. Okay, I don't know what it is. This it? No. Okay. What did I do with it? Oh, here it is. If you haven't heard, no, that's not it. It may not. No. Okay, I can't no, find it's it. Drake. Ice. Ooh, okay, cold. I don't know. I must have got rid of it. Darn it! I had the oh, one where he's yeah, like, "We need, we need." Who wins that one-on-one matchup? The older brother, oh, of older course. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it! All right. Well, that would have been a good bit, uh, but yeah, uh, that would have been all right. Well, what 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 happened in the league last night? I I wasn't looking at the stats, so everyone uh, won, right? All yeah, all uh, as they say in the. Um, betting world chalk one um so you and i pulled it out against um indiana state although that was close um and then valparaiso lost to drake again that was closer than i think people thought again that drake or the valpo team it's like people do not want to play them i think moving forward um because it's just it's going to be a, you don't know what's going to happen and then uh, the story of the night is that Bradley went to Missouri State and was everyone was thinking, oh, you know, Bradley's going to kind of assert themselves as uh, it appears that Missouri State is fading. But instead, Missouri State thumped them and reminded everybody that, nope, um, they're still good. And so, but uh, let me just pull up the standings going into Saturday's matchup. So Loyal and you and I sit atop of the standings at 13 and four. So Saturday's game is for whoever wins. They win the Valley Uh, Drake and Missouri state sit back at uh, 12 and five. And then Bradley they're at 10 and seven. And so um, they're locked into the, I believe, I think, do they still have a chance for the five or six seed? I mean, maybe they do. Um, I'm trying to pull up my calendar for the weekend for Saturday's games, but my phone's having issues um, with ESPN app. So, yeah, so it's going to be a fun day. Uh, Definitely in Cedar Falls, it's going to be you and I, Loyola, for the the Valley, and then um, everybody else is clamoring for still positions. Uh, So uh, it's going to be an interesting Saturday. As... Last I saw on Twitter, the um, I think every seed is up for de- up for debate except for the tenth seed, which is um, Evansville has locked in. So and then I think Valparaiso they've locked in their the, the seventh seed. So seven and ten are locked in. Everyone else is up for grabs. All right. Well, I did spend some time on Twitter this week. Um, still trying to figure out the uh, kerfuffle uh, among Rambler fans lecturing other Rambler fans about how to be good Rambler fans. And I did see uh, one of the threads that I think was was one of the things that got, got it. Um, I think someone said the Valley should be thankful for us because of our Final Four appearance. And mm. that upset, I think, that Illinois State guy or the the Bradley guy, and don't mention his name. I'm sick of hearing his name uh, on this podcast. Uh, 
so he jumps in and some of these other guys jump in that mostly Bradley guys it seems like with a yes, few Bra- with a few um uh, a few of these valley arch guys or valley guys I, there's these valley guys who are just into the valley which I I don't quite understand I, I mean I like Loyola I don't I don't like all the valley just because it's the valley so I'm a little I don't quite I don't quite understand that I guess if you if you grew grew up like near Drake or Illinois State maybe maybe you start to sort of have this affinity for the whole uh the whole conference but um yeah i can see that i mean when someone has a valley twitter handle i don't know what to do with that it i I, just just move on i I mean can you imagine someone having a horizon twitter account No, I love the horizon there is no no horizon or or you know i i can't imagine i mean i'm sure there there are a10 twitter yeah i'm sure there are I, i just i I just think there are some guys that recognize, oh, hey, I this is my sport. And so they don't have other sports or other things to watch because they're in central Illinois or central Iowa. And so, yeah, it's the Valley. I so, guess that makes sense, right? Like if, if, if I love the NFL and I want to – and I play fantasy football or something, I want to talk about all the NFL or something. I, I don't right. know. Anyway, it, it, it is interesting. So somehow – some of our new Stan accounts, as the kids say, upset some of these. What someone called, they didn't call them Twitter royal, t- Twitter, um, what's that word? It was not Illuminati. Um, intelligentsia. The, oh, yes. the Valley Intelligentsia. Someone referred to the Valley Intelligentsia, and I thought, first of all, the word valley <laughs> and intelligentsia <laughs> should never be used in the same thing. So... So that was what someone posted. They go, yeah, it seems like some of these Stan accounts uh, upset the Valley Intelligentsia. <laughs> I'm like, come on. So I spent way too much time clicking threads. And then and then there was other, uh, there were some other Rambler fans telling people to subtweet people. And I, I don't even, listen, I, I, I use Reddit and I use Twitter. I don't know what a subtweet is. So... <laughs> I, I I think that you guys are overthinking this. You tweet, you maybe reply to a tweet. That's it. There's no other subtweeting. So, well, maybe it's the quote retweet or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. So so sorry, Valley Intelligentsia, if we got a little <laughs> cocky on the way out. Sorry, and uh, sorry we didn't tell you that we were leaving the valley after the big tournament. So you feel like you can take shots at us. <laughs> one uh, note uh, for Saturday's uh, schedule for the Valley, uh, the game of um, kind of to watch is Drake Southern Illinois because uh, they're the three o'clock game. So they'll have finished by the time we, we tip the Ramblers tip. And so, uh, which is important because uh, Drake at 12 and five, if they lose, which they could potentially do and, um, then they would move, fall down to the four seed, which is uh, then that could potentially, if we're the one seed, we'd see them in the uh, the semifinals. Well, that's too much math for me. So uh, <laughs> I, I will just wait to see what happens at the end of Cedarville or, or Cedar Falls, and uh, and and then we'll we'll do it from there. So 
All right, let's uh, let's get out of here, man. Yeah, let's do it. Well, you've been listening to the entertaining Two Ramblers podcast, sometimes referred to as Rambler Intelligentsia. (laughs) (laughs) We're cocky, and we know we're good, and we're going to the A-10. So suck it, Illinois State and Bradley. (laughs) All right. For the two ramblers, this is your host with the jokes, Dauber. And for the analyst with the attention to detail, Sammy D, we're going to say we'll see you in Iowa this weekend and hopefully at the top of the leaderboard in Arch Madness Seed 1 next week in St. Louis. Go Ramblers. Go Ramblers.